What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. I'm so excited because I have literally the Spackle Long coach on the podcast today. This woman is just literally her energy is just all sparkles and good vibes. And I don't think that we could have any more of a fun conversation um, to give you like a real quick backdrop. We were like in programs together and we have the same coach. And then all of a sudden our friendship blossomed when we messaged each other and um, basically a row of gifts deciding we were just now best friends now. <laughs> and it was amazing. So I'm so excited to welcome Kate Decker to the podcast. Welcome. Hi, Viola. I'm so happy to be here and I'm already giggling. This is going to be so amazing. Thank you so much for having me here. I love you. Oh, I love you too. I know. I'm so excited. Um, so for those of you who haven't yet been in Kate's world, please go find her. What's your Instagram, Kate? Kate Decker Coaching. Okay, Kate Decker Coaching on Instagram, and you can find her on Facebook um, as well. But um, Kate is an alignment and woman empowerment coach for women. And she's the founder of the Be Happy Now brand, as well as the co-founder of the Pinterest Perfect program. And she runs women empowerment circles, retreats, online programs, and online masterminds, and coaches women to create their most fun, joyful, and aligned life and business while keeping their inner sparkle. So um, other than your kind of professional intro, Kate, why don't you introduce us um, into who you are and just share a little bit more on like a personal level, like what got you to this point in your life where you are now the sparkle queen? Like, have you always been this person? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> oh, this is like, I love this question and I love uh, listening to people's stories. And so I'm gonna share a little bit about me um, and I'm gonna try to keep it brief because I feel like there's just so much, but. <laughs> yeah, so I am but share, early... all the share all the good things, like share the yeah. juicy details. <laughs> Yes. So I am actually originally from the Czech Republic. And I guess that's where my story starts. <laughs> and one day I decided that I am just sick of everyone telling me what to do, how should I live my life, that I should, you know, keep like stay in college and like get a degree and get a good job. And I'm like, fuck that. No, <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> and I decided to go to the US and to be an au pair for a year. So take care of two kids. Um, I had two boys to take care of. They were amazing. Um, and I decided to take that year as like even figure out what the heck do I want to do with my life? Where do I want to live? What do I want to do? I always felt very drawn to traveling and somehow I was still like stuck in the same spot and it's like okay this is not me and I really took that year to work on my personal development and just kind of like tap into the joy I actually used to be very bitter and angry <laughs> and unhappy oh, so, so the classic not self theme for a projector here <laughs> yeah like 
completely and always tired and exhausted it was not fun to be around me so I decided to change that because I didn't want to be around me either <laughs> and long story short I ended up um, meeting my husband and he is in the Air Force so that also meant for us a completely different lifestyle I was very excited about that but let me tell you we moved like five times or six times in the last two years. Wow. And, <laughs> and it became a lot. And so as I like embarked on this journey of now being married, being in a different country, being a military spouse, and I had no idea what to do with that. I was like, oh, what am I going to do with my work? Like, what can I take with me? What can I take around the world with me? What can give me the flexibility? So, um, I can make the most out of our lives and for me and for like my husband and for us together. And I started playing around with the entrepreneur journey. And I first started with like website design and graphic design. And I just felt like this is not, this is not it, but like it's on the way. So I'm going to keep doing going. Mm -hmm. And then I started writing a blog and then I was just like, Oh, this is also not it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then I started just like doing business coaching and doing strategy. And I was like, Oh, this is also not it. Like I really don't know. And then after our last year, actually in, in August, we had our official wedding ceremony with like family and like everyone. And I came back home. And at that time we just moved to Seattle, Washington. I was like, mm -hmm. okay, I really need to figure out what makes, what do I want to do? What makes me happy? What is it that I want to do? And I gave myself a month to figure out if I'm going to go work at Starbucks or if I'm going to like actually do something myself. <laughs> because at the time I wasn't bringing all that much income and it was so frustrating and I was just like, ah, oh, this is taking more energy than it's giving me. And that's mm -hmm. because I was always doing the things that I thought that I should or the things that I was good at, but not necessarily what made me happy. Mm. And in that one month, I was like, what is the most important thing to me in my entire life? Like, what is the most important thing? And go figure, I realized I want to be happy. Mm -hmm. I want to be happy in my life. And that's how the Be Happy Now brand came together. It wasn't originally meant as business. I just wanted a group for people to come and figure out what makes them happy, what, how to start listening to their soul and to their intuition and how to be able to like trust themselves to take those steps because usually it does not make much sense. Mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. when you want to follow your intuition it's like oh, this seems a little crazy this is unusual so I started the brand and then I just kept evolving and evolving and evolving and here I am being the sparkle bomb coach teaching people how to be happy and how to have fun and how to build the business how they want it and whatever mm -hmm. comes up <laughs> yeah oh my gosh that's so amazing and I think one of the things that's so admirable about you is that when you started um, like, well, I don't actually know if this was exactly your origin point with this business or if this was just the time when our paths crossed, but I know we were in a program together by our coach and that was shortly before you hired her as your coach as well. And, um, you were just like 
fully in embodiment of this idea of being happy now. Like you were leading yourself through, um, through the work that you were teaching. You were just like integrating it and you would never, ever, ever guess that you used to be bitter, like, and like <laughs> cynical or anything because you just radiate this, um, this joy that you decided to step into at one point in your life. You know, you're just like, that's it. I'm being happy now. <laughs> like yeah it's amazing Thank and then seeing like the the shift that's happened this year for you has been like insane like actually insane like actually actually insane yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> I know I'm still like what's going on <laughs> yeah right and it, it's the in the best possible way but I think a huge huge part of that is because the way that you lead yourself you're just like gratitude on 100 happiness on 100 and it's like it's not that you don't have your moments you're still a human but it's just so cool to see that like everything we talk about and we've talked about this a lot on the podcast so those of you listening will will know but it's like it's the integration it's like when you really embody the message that um that's when it changes your life and then that's when people are magnetized to it because it's real it's not just like you know fake <laughs> yeah and it's one of those things that Melanie, our coach says like, it's easy when it's easy, but how is, you know, kind of like, how is it when it's not easy? Like, how are you embodying what you teach when it's not easy? And I feel like this year was also a huge test for me. <laughs> and I guess I passed in some way because everything has been exploding so much to, to um, just like beyond my wildest dreams. So yeah amazing so like I just like kind of had like a reflection that I feel like that your embodiment of it is a huge thing was there anything else that you feel like so yeah for those of you listening who like don't yet follow Kate um if you haven't gathered already like she you basically started your business at the start of this year 2019 right yes that's when yeah. I like was like I'm doing this yeah and then now you're like literally running programs or you have so many people signing up to your program that PayPal calls you to ask you why you're getting so many PayPal payments. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> Which is just like the best thing ever. Oh my God. Um, so what do you feel has been some of the things that have contributed? Like if you were to kind of like, and I know it's not a how, we always know that it's not a how. Um, but if you were just to reflect on some of the things that you feel like were pivotal um, shifts for you or things that happen like what would you what would you say in reflection oh that's a good question so I think the biggest thing that is for me with every decision that I make is really trusting my intuition and acting on desire rather than acting out of fear which can so sound like <laughs> it can sound like weird but and also some people then are like what do you mean acting on desire does it mean that if I want to buy myself a Mercedes I just go and buy myself a Mercedes and it's like no like <laughs> like that doesn't make sense but it was like every time when I was like oh my gosh you know like I am scared to do this but I know that I desire to do this and at the other end of the desire this is going to bring me exactly what I want and then just trusting myself through the process, no matter what the fears, um, how they show up or what goes wrong or, you know, where do I need to pivot? So, yeah, that was the biggest thing. Yeah, I think that's so huge. And it's such a good point that you said, like about the Mercedes thing, because sometimes as well, like people ask me this question all the time. 
as well. They say like, oh, if I'm like being abundant and I'm tapping into the feeling of abundance, does that mean I just buy myself something because I can just trust that the money's coming back? But it's like, it's actually beyond that because the feeling of abundance, like true abundance isn't based on action. So abundance isn't, you bought yourself this bag because you wanted it. And because if you had the money, you would buy the bag. That's not what abundance is. Like abundance is, what, <laughs> Kate's just showing me a new handbag. <laughs> Sorry. Still, you know, it's, this is especially in a space when it's like, you might not necessarily have that, um, extra, you know, that might not be the smartest decision for you to be making with your money. Right. But like I had that in my life, like I was just like, Oh, but if I was rich, I'd go out for dinner right now. So I'm going to go out for dinner. And what I quickly started to realize is like, the reason that I went out for dinner is because I wanted to feel celebrated. I wanted to feel special. I wanted to feel like I had a time with my husband and I, like there was actually more reason for that. So I was tapping, thinking I was tapping into abundance by spending money that I really shouldn't have been spending, which was actually disrespect to money, therefore living actually more in scarcity. Um, and then instead, when I started to shift things in the space of abundance for myself, it was like, those are the things that I really desire. How can I create that for myself in this moment and actually channel that feeling because abundance is something that comes from within. So then my husband and I started having date nights at home. Like when we were in our tough financial position, you know, we would just create space at home. I would still get dressed up. We would still make a beautiful dinner and it would be just the two of us. And even though at the time we like we did house sharing with my mom and my sister, we'd be like, no, this dinner's just for us. Or like, (laughs) you know, but like we were able to create that feeling in the moment. And I think that's like a different example, but similar to what you mean about this, like acting out of desire um, rather than fear. I love that. And I think that was like a huge thing for me as well when I was like deciding to do things like for example like you hired Melanie when you weren't even making money in your business yet like you just started your business I was making money oh I I exactly made four hundred dollars four hundred fifty two four hundred fifty two I love that okay but you just just started your business yeah and I um I also when I invested it was like more than I was making a month at the time Um, and that was all my money. Like I didn't have savings or credit or anything that I was able to access at that time. So it was just like, cool, this is happening. Um, and it was totally that intuition feeling though. It was just like, this doesn't make sense logically, but I just know that it's the right decision. And it was the hardest, like people ask me all the time, like, how did you know? And I'm like, I don't know. I just knew. Okay. Yeah. And like to also like, I showed you the handbag, but I feel like I owe people an explanation. So what I mean, like with what I meant in my journey or what it meant in my journey, it was like last year, I actually signed up for the first course with Melanie when we had like $10,000 on a credit card debt. And that was, I think I bought a bundle on New Year's Eve for like 2555 And that was like on the credit card and it was incredibly scary, but I was just like, this is it. This is what I'm doing. And like, this is the year. And like I'm acting on my desire rather than the fear. And then it slowly, like we started learning more about everything that I needed to know um, about money and about business and all of these things. And then in April, I was like, okay, well, I am scared shitless, but I feel the desire, like this is my next step. I'm scared. (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to explain this to my husband I'm making 452 dollars this month 
Um, but I'm going to invest and like invested like what, like thirty-five, $36,000 or something for coaching with her. But like the same fear also then came up this month when I made like in September, October, what month is it? In October, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> when I made over $15,000, which was the first time that I've ever made like $15,000. I'm like, still like, holy shit, I'm sweating. But like I was hiring a VA and I was hiring help and it was still that like, scary like oh my gosh is this the right step like I don't like I don't know but I desire to have the help so every time that that fear popped up no matter what the external circumstances were when I chose like this is what I desire and this is good because at the end of the desire it's going to bring something better something bigger it's Mm -hmm. pulling me in that right direction and with the handbag um, it actually came up on the retreat that I hosted that we like were just walking around and I touched this purse and I've never ever walked into Michael Kors before. This was my first time. I never felt good enough to even like walk in there. <laughs> and I am not much into whole into whole like designer bags and all of these things. Like I don't know what I'm doing with fashion, but I just like touched this purse and I had this literally vision of oh my gosh, this is like this this is what's bringing me to the next level. I don't know. Like it didn't make any sense. And when I told this to my husband, he was on board, which was also very strange with like a purse. (laughs) And then, you know, in the past, I would have bought these things on a credit card. But now we have a system with our money. So actually I went and we paid cash, which felt so empowering and so good and completely different than just spending money on something on like a thing Mm -hmm. that I don't need, but I want and I desire. And I think that is also a huge difference that sometimes when we desire something like go out or get a purse or get whatever, we spend the money from places that we should not spend them. Mm -hmm. Uh, from when we don't have everything else taken care of so for for me this like really helped me to be like tapping into the next level like oh yeah we have everything taken care of everything paid off and this is the overflow of money so I can tap into the next level of desire and get myself something anyway Mm -hmm. No, I think that's so perfect. And I think like one of the things that you said is like having a system with your money is so important as well. Like this is one of the things I talk about my money program all the time is like when you respect your money and you know where it's going and you know the intention for it, then you never have to feel bad about spending it. You know, like I had this, like, I used to be like a compulsive, um, well, I could never save. And the reason that I could never save is because whenever I saved, I would see the money there and I would want to do something fun or I'd want to do something I desired. Not that this was like smart money decisions at the time, but it was like my (laughs) pattern, you know, and I would like desire to do something fun and I would see the money sitting in my saving account and I would just use that money to go do something fun because it was almost like a rebellion, you know, like savings were not fun for me. They just felt like a chore that I had to do. And then, whereas when I shifted things and I started looking at my money differently and I started being like, okay, I actually have a budget for doing fun things now. It's just like, I never have to feel bad because I'm just like, oh, this is the fun money account. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And I literally have a fun money card. So <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I love that. I think another thing that you just said about the um, acting in the like space for desire rather than fear as well brought up something else in my mind is like, um, there's a difference between acting on desire in the moment versus actually stepping into it. 
So like what you were saying is like, for example, like it's uh, a natural fear. And I think like, you know, at the start, we often fear like, will it ever happen? And then we start to fear, can I do it again? It's like, we have this incredible month. And then the first fear is like, shit, how am I going to hit that again? Like, how am I going to do that again? And then we make more and we're like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And it's just like, (laughs) holy crap. So it's just like, the fears kind of change, but um, I think as well, like fears, I had this when I hired my VA, it was just like, I had this fear of like, well, what if I hire her, but then I stop making money and then I can't pay her. And this is really bad. (laughs) You know, like this is a scary thing, but I was the same, you know, I really desired the support when I thought of like what it would feel like to have somebody supporting me with the things that I wanted her to support me with. It was like, yes. And so then we have this option when we're in a situation like that. It's like, we can act in alignment with that. Like we can hire the coach, we can join the program, we can hire the VA, we can, you know, do whatever it is that um, feels like it's in alignment with our desire. But then if immediately after we've done it, we let fear take back over, we're also not helping ourselves, you know, like we have to then decide, okay, I am now a person who has a VA. Like I'm someone who has someone who I pay. I'm someone who is a part of this program. I'm someone who has a coach and then actually, like up level to that point. And that's how we maintain the level that we step into, you know, and that's how we really like rise to that space, in my opinion. Yes, absolutely. And this actually reminds me, so like my first high month was in September and it was over six gay and it was like, woohoo, this is so much fun. And then the first fear like started creeping in. It's like, oh am I gonna ever do this again? But like what I truly focused on was keeping my sparkle, keeping my energy clean, like making decisions when I feel good, showing up when my energy is clean. And that's such a huge part of me because I believe that when we like truly take care of ourselves and like we focus on like taking, you know, listening to our intuition and taking aligned actions, taking the actions that feel good which that doesn't mean that I'm not tired or I like don't have bad days I do and that is okay and you can still make aligned decisions and take aligned steps in those days but I really like focus mostly on my energy and that's how I believe everything that like came together came together and then it was like over 15k month And so now that we are getting into November, my first thought on November 1st was like, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? And I was like, oh, wait a minute. The only thing that I was focused on was the energy and everything behind it. So if I keep my energy good, it's going to be all good. And not that I don't have strategy. I have a coach. I have, you know, hypermind, like the mastermind and everything. So that's there, but the energy piece is so important in that. So we don't jeopardize our, um, or we don't jeopardize our vibes by the fear and giving into the fear. So mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. Love that. I think it's like, it's such a simple concept, but it takes so much like emotional intelligence to execute you know, because, um, especially when you're having a hard days, like you said earlier, it's like when you have the hard days is when it's, that's like the prove it times. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and like, I think there's a huge difference as well. Like you're allowed to feel the, the hard emotion, but it's like how you make decisions and where you allow your mind to go based on that and how long you stay there is a choice, you know, like things happen and you feel sad. Like I had a thing happen 
recently with a client. It was just like, it was nothing bad, but it just made me feel sad, you know? And I was just like, so sad. And I was like, and I knew it was for the highest good. I knew it was, you know, not like anything major, but for some odd reason, the emotion that came up for me was just sadness. And then I was just like, and I said to Melanie, I was just like, I don't like, I know it's good and it's all the highest good and all the things and alignment and whatever, but I feel sad. And she's like, yeah, and you're human and you love the people that you work with. So of course. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I just had my moment and then I moved on, you know, like yep. that's that. It wasn't like, oh, poor me. Everything's over. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. And like, it's, Okay, I have an example of that because in the summer, my husband was actually deployed for three months. So he was in Qatar. And at that time, I had my sister visit and we don't live together. And just having like, you know, she is a generator and I'm a projector and spending all the time together, like that was already like interesting energy play. <laughs> and then like we had some things come up, but that we absolutely like worked through and our relationships like even better now. But also at the same time when we were heading for a road trip to San Francisco that I was the sole driver from Seattle to San Francisco, then also some family bad things happened, like just like really tough times. And it was really challenging and I was in the middle of my 90 days of limitless showing up every single day on a Facebook life and it honestly it took the most out of me to show up in an integrity and not show up like I'm fine life is fine but like show up like this is how it is and I'm leading myself through it and this is what I'm doing and also at the same time like our bathroom got flooded and then like I locked myself out of the house and there's so so many private moments this summer that I'm like, oh, I don't even know where I was going with that. But like, it's those moments that help us like sit back and be like, how do I want to show up for this? And with all of that, it's, I always teach my clients to truly feel everything that comes up because the emotions, as you said, like there's nothing wrong with them. And when we don't feel them, they create blocks and they stop us. And I truly believe that the universe keeps shoving the same lesson over and over again until we get it, until we allow ourselves to feel it and lead ourselves in a way that we can rise up to the next level. Mm -hmm. So I love that you said that, that like you let yourself feel the emotions. Oh yeah. And that like, when you were just saying that, it was reminding me of my first couple of months of pregnancy. Like I was such a mess. Honestly, like I couldn't, like I was in the hypermind. I couldn't even show up in it because I was just like, every time I saw messages come through, I just felt overwhelmed. I felt like I had nothing to contribute. Like I was having such a hard time. Um, but at the same time, it was like, it's the most polarity I've felt in my life because I was so overjoyed, so grateful, felt so happy. Um, like the fact that the things around me in my life were still going well when I felt so shit, I was like, this is amazing. And so I was like, probably the deepest sense of like gratitude and joy in that sense. But then I physically, I'd never, ever, ever in my life, like my entire life have been so sick and for such a prolonged period of time. And for the first part of it, I couldn't even tell people, you know? And so yeah. it was just like, yeah, it was such a um, interesting space to be in. And so I'm like freaking praising like heavens that I am feeling good now <laughs> that I'm in my second trimester. It's like a whole new world. I feel like I wake up every day like I am ready to take on the world. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> I know, it's so good. 
but yeah oh there was something else that you said before that I was just like oh my god we need to circle back to that but it's gone now so that's okay that happened um, it's okay uh, <laughs> oh oh no it's gone <laughs> came back for a second and then it left again so in terms of um uh oh that's it no I remember okay so you were saying that um the most important thing has been to keep your energy clean and clear and like minding your energy do you mind giving some tips to the audience like one what does that even mean like to keep your energy clean and two how do you how do you personally do that like what would be some tips for people listening of like what they could do to clear their energy as well okay yeah absolutely so what it means for me it's a feeling it's feeling that I can breathe freely I feel like I'm good I'm chilled I'm calm I'm not lazy, but like, um, like everything is just very clear and my energy feels good and like comfortable. And at the same time, I have just like laser focus and clarity. Like then when I, when my energy is clean, I just know what I'm doing. And no matter what the circumstances are, I'm just keep my calm and cool and good. And like, I've got this kind of thing. So that's how it feels. And what I do is actually that every single morning when I wake up, I don't look at my phone. I just like blindly turn off the alarm. And the first thing that I do is that I grab my tea and I go sit in my little meditation space or on the couch or wherever, depending wherever we are. And I just breathe and I enjoy the tea as if it's the most delicious thing in the entire universe. And I just what like kind sit of tea there. I usually drink green tea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah cool. <laughs> I, I was just like, like <laughs> love it yeah so I like drinking that and I'm feeling so good and I'm like and then I ask myself a question like okay what would be the thing for the highest good for all that I want to do today or want to act on and I just sort of like go from there what also helps me to clear my energy is either just like talk it out someone usually with my coach not with my husband because then he wants to fix it and that's what men do so I don't <laughs> feel like he needs to fix it so just like talk to my coach or mm -hmm. in a mastermind or I journal like when I feel like there's just like so many things what really helps me is just offload and like journal and like dump it all out from my brain somewhere so I can take a breath and then go back to it and see it clearly. Because what I found is that when there's so many things to do, it's worse to jump right to it and start executing because our brain and our energy is not so clean. So it just like takes everything longer. There is like usually call in like 5,000 different complications. That's my yesterday, by the way. Mm -hmm. I got like literally nothing done yesterday because I forgot my own thing. So today when I woke up, I did that. I went to yoga and it's just like completely different energy because when our brain is feeling good, when our body is feeling good, when that energy is feeling good, our brains can figure out more creative, fun and faster solutions. And it just feels good. And then the we, I at least personally don't take actions out of fear or out of like feeling like... Ugh. So whenever I feel like that, like someone asks for a refund or something falls through like, or doesn't fall through, it's just like crazy. I always check on myself and before I take any action, I go like, okay, 
go back into my sacred space so I can lean back so I can like focus center and how what would make me feel good um so that's what I do or one of my other favorite tips is in an ideal world what would I do right now for myself to support myself to feel good to feel better and then I go and do it so Mm -hmm. I hope that helps. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I think like, so uh, essentially it's like intentionally starting your day, like mm -hmm. already setting the standard for your day from the beginning. Then it's like, also it's an ongoing practice. So it's not just like, oh, you clean your energy and then it's clean for the day. <laughs> it's nope. like an ongoing practice. It's like um, being proactive with what's happening, what's going on and how you're reacting to things um, consistently, because I think that's the key, you know, like it's always the small things applied consistently that change your life. It's not just like, oh yeah, like I had a really good mindset this morning. So, um, everything should be easy today. It's just like, no, um, how can you in every moment choose to act as this next level version of yourself, as this version of yourself that you choose to be versus the one that you've been, been by default in the past. Yeah. You know? absolutely mm. and like you know as an example as we quickly jump in there like today I woke up I had amazing morning and I went to the yoga class and actually the yoga turned out to be not really yoga and I got really upset <laughs> and in that moment I chose to like okay I want to be happy I'm gonna go into child's pose take a couple of deep breaths and ask myself what do I want to do now so I actually left in the middle of the yoga class and when to do my own workout which made me feel so good and then I jumped on here and I'm like ta-da <laughs> yes. I'm happy and it's all good so yeah amazing yeah that's so cool and such an important thing to remember is that we have that choice you know yeah exactly. we have the choice to do what feels good to us yeah yeah amazing okay cool and so it's like yeah monitoring it throughout the day setting the intention what was the third thing that you said I don't know what I said oh. as a third. <laughs> Luckily for all of you listening, you can go back and <laughs> you probably remember the third. But anyway, great tips. I think they're awesome. I think that, um, yeah, the thing with like the whole thing about the clean energy is, um, there, there you go, that's what you said, is in the ideal world, what would you do today? This reminds me of like when I first started my coaching, like the coaching that I did, I called alignment coaching. And literally what I would do is help people align with their next level, like higher version self. And I would do this like really cool, like um, quantum leaping deep meditation where they like go visit that person and ask themselves um, like, what would I be doing? Or like what, what beliefs carry you through the day and what habits do you have and how do you start your morning and how do you live your day, etc. cetera. Um, and I'm just like cracking up because out of the entire time we've been here right now is when the lawn guy comes to do the lawns, but that's fine. <laughs> I hope you can't hear it too loud. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like asking that next level version of ourselves. And we were talking about this this morning in the hypermind, actually, it was just like, what would the version of you that's making bank be doing do that? Like, you know, and for yeah. me, that's, that's totally a feeling. It's not just like, it's not what she would be doing. It's how she would feel about what she's doing. Because the thing is, is that to be honest, I probably wouldn't be doing much different things. And I don't do a lot of different things now than when I first started my business. It's just that the energy around it is like, now I know I can make money. Now I know clients want to work with me. Now I know that my stuff is fucking awesome. So it's like, now that I have that knowing, it makes it easier and my energy is different in what I do. And so it attracts different results. And 
that um, is so true for, um, for everything. And we can always apply that for the next level. You know, it's like, okay, now this fear is coming up, but if I was already at this place, how would I feel right now? And so how would I be showing up in that for that? You know? Yes, absolutely. Also, as you started saying that it's 11, 11 AM here. (laughs) So of course, and I don't remember what else I wanted to say to that, but like, yes, 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 all the yeses. Yeah, just 11, 11. (laughs) 11, 11. (laughs) Abundant. Oh my gosh, so amazing. So, um, uh, okay, so energy management is like so, so huge. Do you feel like there's anything else that um, really helps women to feel more empowered or aligned in their business that like comes to mind as like a final tip that you'd love to share with the audience? Yes. I always say, just listen to your intuition, listen to your intuition. It may seem crazy. It probably doesn't make any sense, but your intuition, your gut always, always, always knows. Sometimes, you know, people get that feeling in their gut. Sometimes it's that like, uh uh-huh, uh-uh feeling. It shows up differently, but always, always trust that and follow that it's like the best thing in the entire universe. Mm, exactly. I totally agree with that as well. And I think that it's like, yeah, it shows up differently for different people. Check out human design authority. If you <laughs> know more about your, your way. Um, but then you might also intuitively just know what, what your kind of best thing is, but it's like the best thing that I've heard that I think is like the easiest way to describe. Cause people go, but how do I know it's my intuition? It's like the minute you start overthinking, it's not intuition anymore. Intuition. You just know in the moment, um Mm -hmm. like you have a moment of clarity I think the except exception being people who are emotional authority in human design you'll only ever be 80 percent sure (laughs) yeah it's just like this full body ah and like I always feel as this like pull in that direction usually doesn't come as like words or a sentence or something it's just like this feeling like oh my gosh yes Mm mm-hmm and for me it's 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 a complete knowing like I'm um because are you splenic authority as well I'm explaining. Yeah. Yeah. So am I, but for me, it's interesting because it comes through a lot more as a knowing than a feeling. And I think that's also because like, I have like, I tend to be more clear cognizance, like in terms of the clairs. And so for me, it's just like, I cannot explain it. I cannot describe it. I can nothing like I, it's just it. And that's it. And people are just like, why? And I'm like, like I remember when I was wanting to hire um, Melanie and Nick's like don't you think we should maybe like make a little bit more money first and I'm just like no <laughs> and he's like Same discussion. <laughs> yeah he's like how are you gonna how are we gonna pay for like our next Airbnb that's in two days and I'm like I don't know but I just know this is the right thing to do he's like can you wait till next month I'm like no <laughs> he's like why give me a reason I'm like I can't it's just the way it is and it was just like it was so certain. And, and when I leaned into it as when I had this certainty though, and I think that's what's so important is like, when you lean into your intuition, it feels more right versus when you like overthink it and you overanalyze it and you try to explain it and you try to go, okay, well, what's the pros and what's the cons and what would be the alternatives? Like that's when you just get so confused. Like I found for me being splenic because it works like very much in the now. If I like have an intuitive thought and I miss it, like I just like kind of like, don't pay attention to it 
And then I need to make a decision based on trying to think about it or overanalyze it or think back to what was my intuition saying. Like I just get more and more and more confused and I basically have to wait until like my energy is clean, like what you were saying. Like I basically reset my energy and I can like receive the message again. Like, and I can't even like put a time on that because it's not up to me. It's like, you know, I do my things, but it's just like, I either listen or I'm basically fucked until the universe decides I deserve the message again. Yeah, absolutely. I, I have it exactly the same way. And funny that you said, like, I need to lean into that. Like, like right now, I cannot wait for next month. That's exactly the same discussion that my husband and I had. And it was just like, no, this is happening. And the funny thing <laughs> is that in the moment, it seems crazy. After you do it, it seems like, holy shit, what did I do? But the more and more we keep doing that, it's like, that's when the fruits of the labor come. And then things like, holy shit, like this month exploded. This next month is even better. Like this is growing exponentially. It also doesn't make sense. But that's because we've made the decisions that didn't make sense at first. But they they didn't make sense. We were guided to them. But yeah, but it's like, it's so crazy as well, because like the month, the the first month working with my coach, I doubled my income from the previous month and it was still only enough to pay for all of our expenses. And now with my new added expense, but I still doubled my income. You know what I mean? And I remember after my first call, I just bawled in bed. I like laid down next to Nick and I cried. He's like, why are you crying? And I was just like, because like my soul, when I was on the call was just like, like, this is what you've been like needing to do. This is like, this is it. And you've just up leveled so much. And I just like couldn't contain myself. I just, as soon as I hung up the phone, I just started bawling my eyes out. And Nick took a picture of me and sent it to my coach and was like, what did you do to her? (laughs) Oh no! That's so funny. But it was in the best way possible. My soul was just like, finally, fucking listen to me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's so beautiful. I love because I had a lot of fear up to that point. You know, like I had so many financial problems in my past that it was the Mm -hmm. scariest decision in the world for me. Um, I also want to say something for the people who maybe you've been like listening to your intuition, leaning into it, and maybe you hired even the coach that you wanted to work with, and it's not happening right away, don't worry, keep going, keep leaning into your intuition, because for me, it took really full six months of complete changes, and like leaning into the embodiment of the next version of me, for everything to skyrocket completely, but because I kept my trust, instead of doubting that, it happened. Yeah, and I, pretty much the exact same thing happened for me, because um, for the first like five months, I, I didn't really see, like I'd maybe see like a hundred dollars increase in my income. I think actually my third or fourth month, I actually couldn't pay my coach. And hmm. I had to um, like, luckily she was so willing and I was like so serious about it that we were able to make like a slight um, difference to my payment plan that particular month. And I was able to still like finish the payment, but it was like, I couldn't pay for it when it was due. And it was like, the most horrible feeling in the entire universe. And I thought I was going to have to like quit coaching and she was going to hate me forever. But it was just like, I was so proactive and I was so serious about my commitment. I felt like it was my ultimate prove it moment because I, um, yeah, it was just like, uh, we had additional expenses that month. Like, I don't know, it was just like a whole thing. And I was crying on the phone to her because I was like so serious about my commitment to it that I like didn't, didn't want to quit, but I didn't know like if she would 
um, be okay with like doing a slight alternate payment plan that month and stuff. And then anyway, I did it. And the following month, like completely out of nowhere, we owned an investment property that I honestly like kind of forgot about in New Zealand. Um, and we owned it with like <laughs> other people. It's just like, it was just like doing its thing. And I never thought about it. Um, except when the tenant like needed something, but it was kind of like not really on my mind. And then that month we just had this like intuitive feeling to sell the house. In three days, we sold the house for a hundred thousand dollars profit. And I got this. Like, I know it was like insane. We're just like, should we sell it? We like contact a real yeah. estate agent. And within three days we had an offer on the table and we're like, like basically a cash offer. It was insane. And we sold it. And, um, so we had like within one week of making the decision, I had like an extra $30,000 and it was just like that buffer that I needed that little bit extra, you know, because I had only just been making enough up to that point. And then from that month forward, it was just like jump after jump after jump with my income, but it took time as well. Like it really did. And I'm like, I would like have conversations with my coach, like, why isn't it happening faster? Like, am I doing something wrong? Like blah, 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 blah. But yeah, anyway. Same. And that's why it's so good to have a coach because yeah. then you have a birthday like, am I doing something wrong? What's wrong with me? And then like you cry on the phone and the person tells you, no, you're good. You're Just you're keep fine. going. And then you're like, okay, then I've got it. <laughs> I know the amount of conversations I've had about that is just like insane. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Kate. This has been so much fun and so amazing. And I'm absolutely positive. People have gotten amazing value from this. I would um, love for you to share, like if you have anywhere that you would like um, people to connect with you, like you shared your Instagram, but you can share it again. And then like, your Facebook and stuff, like how can people find you to be in your space? Yes. Thank you so much, Viola, for having me. This was amazing. I loved it so much. So I am most active probably on my Facebook. So you can find me under Kate Decker. <laughs> and then on Instagram, Kate Decker Coaching. Those are my two favorite places. Or I also have a group that is called Be Happy Now as of right now. There are some changes that are going to be happening depending on what people are listening. Mm -hmm. But if you find me on Instagram, you'll find me everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you, you find her on those platforms, you'll be up to date with any of the other changes anyway. But that's amazing. So if you took amazing value from this episode as well, or something really stood out to you as like an aha moment, I would love it if you screenshot the episode, upload it to your Instagram story and tag both Kate and I at Kate Decker Coaching and at Viola Hug. And um, if you also feel inclined, let us know what your favorite part of the episode was or if you have any more questions. And as always, you're more than welcome to hop into the Abundant Babes Facebook group to continue the conversation about anything that stood out to you here. Um, I'm so grateful for your time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You could be anywhere in the world right now and you're here hanging out with Kate and I and we both appreciate you so much. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. And we'll see you all again on the next episode of the Abundant Babes Podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.